All equivalent terms, kinuyim of Naziris, are effective to create Naziris. So, Mishnah, if someone says, I shall be, or I shall be handsome, suggesting he'll grow his hair long, he becomes a Nazir. These are, these are considered partial statements, yodois, and create the acceptance of Naziris if there's reason to believe that this is what he meant, like we'll see in the Gemara. The Mishnah now returns to discuss kinuyim that we discussed in the first statement of the Mishnah. Mishnah Mishnah. If someone says, I shall be a Nazik, a Naziach, or a Paziach, he's a Nazir. If he says, I am hereby like this, or I am hereby Misalsil, or I'm hereby Mechalkil, or I hereby de- uh, obligate myself to grow my hair, he becomes a Nazir. If someone says, I hereby obligate to bring birds, or Meir says he becomes a Nazir, Hamza, he does not become a Nazir. Why is Mesechdis Nazir included in Seder Noshim? Ephedigmar, the Tana was basing this on the Pasuk. The Pasuk says that a man may divorce his wife if he discovers that she was involved in some type of adultery. The Tana is saying drinking wine is what causes a woman to con- to commit adultery. Therefore, when one sees a woman becoming become a Saita and goes through the procedure of a Saita, he'll separate himself from drinking wine by accepting the Nazirus upon himself. This is a connection to Mesechdis Gitten, the, the, the connection of Gitten to Saita, which are part of Seder Noshim. And since we learned Ksubis, which is really the Iker Noshim, and then we had Perikamadir, which then spoke about promises, and therefore we learned the Dharma afterwards. Once we learn, once we learn the Dharma afterwards, we put Nazri after that because they're very much connected even in the Psukim. The Mishnah begins with a statement of Kanuyim that immediately begins to explain Yodais without having even made mention of Yodais altogether. So Rava said the Mishnah is missing words and should be read as saying, All Kanuyim of Naziris are like Naziris, and all Yodais of Naziris are like Naziris. And then once we mention Yodais, the Mishnah then begins to explain Yodais first. Why isn't the explanation of Kanuyim given first? And for the Gemara, the Mishnah first explains the one that's stated last, which is a method used by Mishnah so elsewhere as well, that uh, that you, you when you mention a list two things, you start explaining the second one before the first one. The Gemara cites examples. Fact, but we find many examples where the Mishnah begins explaining the first item of a list before the last, so how come by us we don't do that? And for the Gemara, you're right. A Mishnah will sometimes explain the first thing first and sometimes the last thing first. When the two items consist of a permitted thing and a prohibited thing, the prohibited thing is explained first because this is something that's taken more seriously by people. In the example cited, the prohibited thing is always explained first. And the examples where it's not explained first is because the, prohibit, the, the prohibition applies to the person only indirectly, meaning like an Isra for his, what his animals not allowed to do on Shabbos, what type of animal can't do in Shabbos. And that's why the prohibition is mentioned, is explained second. Why in our mission is Kanuyim not explained first? Mar said the concept of Yodis is learned from a drush and is therefore more beloved to the Tana, that's why he explains it first. If so, why not mention Yodis first in the mission as well? Everything, the Tana wanted to begin with the basic way of accepting the Zeris, meaning a complete acceptance. We're not just using Yodis, whether using the word Nazir or some other Kanuyim, that's all, that's that's the primary way of accepting the Zeris, and that's why we, we sort of mention that first, and then we mention Yodis, the impartial acceptance, and say that's effective as, as well. However, when we begin to explain these concepts, the Tana begins with Yodis because they were learned from a drusha and therefore it's more beloved to him. The Mishnah said, Maybe the statement of I shall be was meant that the person accepts a day of fasting on himself. Shmuel said, and for the Gemara, the case is that a Nazir is passing by as the person made that statement. From here we see that Shmuel holds that Yodos that are inconclusive, not clearly stated, and can be understood in multiple ways, are not valid Yodos, and therefore don't create a nether. And that's why Shmuel says it's only a Yad for an Aziz. He only becomes a Nazir if there's a Nazir work, a walking by. If a Nazir is not walking by as he makes a statement, it would not even be considered an inconclusive Yad. It would not be a Yad at all, and therefore it would not be effective to create Naziris. However, when a Nazir is walking by, it's still called inconclusive, but Shmuel holds that this type of inconclusive Yad 
got is effective. Fjaktamar, maybe he only means to obligate himself to give to the Nazir the animals that are needed by him for his karbanis. He did not mean to accept Nazirs upon himself. And for the Gemara, the case is that in his heart, he completes the thought that he's accepting Nazirs upon himself, and he later states that that was his intent the whole time. In fact, Gemara Pshita, Gemara says, we would think that without a more complete statement of his intention at the time of the acceptance of the statement, it's ineffective in creating Nazirs, the mission therefore teaches, that this statement with the intent is sufficient to create Nazirs. The mission instead of he says, Aho, Nazir. I think maybe the person meant to say, I should build beautiful before Hashem with mitzvahs, and so not to make a reference to Nazirs. As the Raisa learns from Apostle Zechelim that a person should beautify the mitzvahs, make a beautiful sukkah, beautiful lulav, tzitzah, sefer tayr. Shmuel said, the mission is discussing whether the person was holding onto his hair when he said, I shall be beautiful. So therefore, we understand it to be a declaration of Nazirs. Fact, the Gemara, Nazirs is considered to be an Avera. Holding oneself back from enjoying things which are mutter makes it can be considered an Avera. So how could it be called? a beautiful thing. And for the more, even according to Belozo Copper, who says that a Nazir is a sinner for holding back on permissible items, that's only regarding a Nazir who became Tomei and now has to begin his period of Nazirus again. That his extended period leads to a greater possibility of violation and a regret for having accepted Nazirus in the first place. However, a Nazir who never became Tomei would not be considered a sinner, and therefore Nazirus can be considered as a beautiful thing.